Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord. Say this is your apostle Keith Brooks. We bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, there is a word from the Lord that we want to share with you from Acts chapter 9. We want to share with you the word of the Lord. Hey, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it because in it, beloved, is the blessings of God almighty for you and I. Hey, Acts chapter 9, we'll begin in verse number 1. While you're going there, I'm going to the throne of grace. I thank God for all of you that press your way into the kingdom of God. Let's talk to our God and our Father. Father, in the precious and holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, just again, we thank you, Father, for all that you have done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do for us. Father, we are your children, and God, we bless you, and we thank you for all you're doing, because you are our Father. Now, God, I ask you to revelate my mind and my heart and my soul, and use me for your glory. Fill my mouth with blood, God, that I may speak life. Forgive us for sin, transgressions, or any iniquity. Cleanse us, O oh God, with the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, with that, we give you thanks and praise, honor, and glory wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of God's people hearts shouted amen and amen. Hey, listen, beloved, I want to talk to you concerning purpose and passion for ministry and for God. Your purpose and your passion for ministry and for God. We're going to talk about a character that you and I know about the name of the Apostle Paul. His name was once Saul. This man who was a threat to the body of Christ, he was very treacherous. And Paul, who was then Saul, had problems with Christianity because he did not really like Christians. And the very thing that we don't like sometimes is the very thing that God will pick and choose us to do. Many of us think that because God called us, because he's picking on us, but no, sometimes our calling is the very thing we desire not to do, and God said, well, that's what I want you to do. So when the Apostle Paul came on the stage of Christianity, it marked history in developing something in the body of Christ. It made us understand the God that we serve can take a man who once despised Christ and began to serve him. And listen, while I was praying and I said, God, fill my mouth with blood, I actually saw blood everywhere. Beloved, I tell you something, that when God sees you and I, he only sees the cleanliness of the white uh, spot of us. He don't see the filthiness uh, of our sins or our errors uh, or our mistakes or our problems in this life. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us and makes us whole. So all God sees is cleanliness from us. Listen, Acts chapter 9, verse number 1, and Saul, yet breathing out, threatening, and slaughtered against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest. 
Watch that because there's a common and desired of him letters to the master, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near the master, and suddenly, listen to that, because in the Greek that word means unexpectedly, something hit him unexpectedly, there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecute why persecute, get that, beloved, uh, thou me. Listen to me. I want to talk to you concerning the Apostle Paul, his passion and purpose for ministry and for God. Here is a man who was once a threat to the body of Christ. And God himself, the Lord Jesus Christ, had to pay him a visit. Listen to me, when God paid him a visit, it was not what he expected because he really didn't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or Christianity. Matter of fact, you and I just read that he had went to the high priest to get letters. He desired a letter. That word desired means uncertainly. Derived means that he was begging this high priest for a letter, craved to get letters that if he found any men or women in that way, he would bind them up and take them to jail. Sometimes history says he might even kill some of them. But listen, the Lord Jesus had a plan for this man because Paul displayed purpose and passion concerning the Lord. Anytime a man or woman portray passion, that's a strong desire, a hope, something that they're grieving to do, oppressing. It's an eloquence in their heart and their mind for something stronger than what they have, what we just call desire. It becomes a passion. I mean, it becomes agitating violently in their spirit. I must have this. I've got to get this. I have to have it in my life. That's a passion, beloved. And Paul displayed that kind of thing. Listen, when we begin to have purpose and passion concerning ministry and for God, beloved, there is no devil in hell that will be able to stop you and I for the kingdom work. Listen, when we begin to show purpose, though, I must have a purpose. Every purpose is established by counseling, Proverbs 20 says. Without, the, without counseling, the multitude is not straight, but with safety there is a multitude of counseling which means there's a purpose. There must be purpose in ministry and a passion for it. So the Apostle Paul is the man that displayed that. On his way to the master, he desired to go take men and women bound that was going into Christianity or even name the name of Christ. And a great light shine around about in the Bible says, and the began to speak to him and said, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? And he answered and said, Who art thou, Lord? And out of nowhere, beloved, get that. Here is a man that has no desire for God. He calls him Lord. And the Lord said unto him, I am Jesus, whom thou persecute. It is hard for man or you 
to kick against the prick. Listen to love any time you begin to kick against the prick. We lose passion and desire for ministry. What was that? It was a sharp pointed object. It brought a stinging to the feet like a cactus plant. God said to him, it's hard for thee to kick against the prick. And he began to tremble and being astonished. He said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? The purpose, what is you have me to do, Lord? But Paul's passion was to take Christians to jail. Now that same passion is going to be used for God and ministry. Yes, beloved, some of you all had a driven purpose in the world. But when you got saved, somewhere you lost it. But I come by this morning to tell you, like unto the apostle Paul, it's time for you to grab your purpose and your passion back for ministry and for God. Beloved, when you grab a passion for ministry, it does not matter who's on the pulpit preaching or who's praying. My heart is soul unto God. Paul's mind was sold out unto wrongdoing. But when he met the Lord Jesus on the road of Damascus, beloved, his purpose and passion changed. It came to ministry now and came to the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you all are in church, but lost your purpose and your passion for ministry. Well, you know, sometimes I understand how it works. Listen, I once too was a novice and young man in ministry. And I would go to church, and if I didn't see my pastor's car, I would say, who's preaching today? I don't want to go. I'm going to visit. But guess what? I had lost passion for what God had called me to do. I was entertaining my own selfish thoughts. I wanted to go do my thing. But when I realized this is a ministry from the body of Christ, I grabbed a purpose and passion for ministry. It didn't matter if a child was on the pulpit preaching. Listen, beloved, this is unto God. And I stopped by this morning to tell you, you've got to get your purpose back and your passion for ministry. Well, apostle ain't preaching, my God, but the word of God is still the word of God. When we learn to accept the word and not the person, we'll understand the purpose and passion is for ministry and for God. And for God, I live the love, and for God, we die. So here's what Paul says to you and I on your way to church. Some of you all need an experience to gather your purpose and your passion again. Let your spirit become agitated with violent passion to give God the praise, to give him worship again, to give him prayer again, to give him all that you have. Because when your purpose begins to arise, your passion will overtake it. And when your passion begins to move in love, yes, nothing is going to stop you from glorifying your God. But when you have no purpose and no passion, you go to church not knowing of Jesus saving over 2,000 years ago, and it gave me a purpose to live for the kingdom of God. I don't want you to ever forget it's a purpose and it's a passion-driven thing, that when you get your purpose back and your passion, you're going to church. You're not going to leave press service. You're not going to not go say, not go to choir rehearsal. You're going to go to every meeting. You'll be in the house of God because you have a purpose now. My purpose is to worship God. My passion is to serve Him, and my desires is for the 
kingdom of God. So many have lost their purpose and their passion, but today is your day. Reach out and get it back again. And tell the devil, you almost stole my purpose for living because now I'm saved. And now I got a purpose. I'm going to run over Jesus. When Paul got it, beloved, he headed down to Ananias' house because the light was so blind, it blinded him. But God gave him instructions. And from that day forward, Paul had a purpose to preach the word of the Lord. So you all got a purpose, but you lost your passion. Well, I stumbled out this morning to tell you, get your passion back. Get your desires back. Get your willingness to serve him and give him glory. And when you do that, ministry is going to be exciting again. You'll run in church again. You'll dance again. You'll praise again. You'll worship again. Somebody has got to have their purpose and their passion for ministry back again for the kingdom of God. I want you to understand, beloved, that when you gather your purpose and your passion back, no devil in hell will stop you from worshiping God. It does not matter. If the Bible said, and the children shall leave them, and out of the mouths of babes and suckling can come perfect praise, it doesn't matter when you have a purpose, a passion-driven life, a ministry, or the kingdom of God. This is the thing. Let's renew our faith with fresh anointing from God, a fresh desire. Tell God, I gave up God, but I desire my purpose back and my passion for ministry and for God. Beloved, I tell you, God will give it back. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. I want you to have a purpose to be driven with your passion for your ministry. Not just the church, but your ministry. God is entrusted with you. Some of you have been gifted to pray. You find every excuse not to pray. Has been gifted to sing. Find every excuse. Why not? And listen, beloved, whoever and wherever you are, the day of your death, no preacher can put you in heaven if you lost your purpose and passion for God. Don't be a pretender. That's a hypocrite. Have a purpose. Be driven with your passion for ministry. And for your God. Hey, tell next week, beloved, tell me, my friend. Get on the prayer line. Let's talk to God and our Father. Let's come together in prayer because we have a purpose. Beloved, I am stirred to be driven with my passion for God, for ministry, and for the kingdom on this earth. Jesus Christ is soon to come. You don't know, I'm just asking Jesus coming to my heart and save me. I'm lost. Cover me in your blood. Cleanse me and use me. Fill me. The Holy Ghost. God will answer your prayer. Till next week, let's pray one for another.
Pray for our pastors. Pray for our leaders. Pray for those that are preparing words to feed you on Sunday morning, God's words. You need a fresh word from God, preachers. We gotta go to prayer. We gotta go to prayer. We gotta go to prayer. God will answer and talk. Your purpose and your passion will be shown in the pulpit. All over the world, God's Time. God bless you. We'll talk with you all next week. Love you. Have a blessed With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.